Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible reading of the day. Today for your NIV reading, we're in Proverbs 13, 1 through 25. Then we'll go for your ESV, we'll go to Genesis 22, 1 through 24. And then um, Matthew 22, 1 through 46. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. A wise son heeds his father's instruction, but a mocker does not listen to rebuke. For the fruit of his lips, a man enjoys good things. But the unfaithful have a craving for violence. He who guards his lips guards his life, but he who speaks harsh, rashly will come to ruin. The sluggard cra- craves and gets nothing, but the desires of the diligent and are faithfully dissatisfied. The righteous hate what is false, but the wicked bring shame and disgrace. Righteousness guards the man of integrity. But wickedness overthrows the sinner. One man pretends to be rich, yet has nothing. Another pretends to be poor, yet has great wealth. A man's riches may ransom his life, but a poor man hears no threat. The light of the righteous shines brightly, but the lamp of the wicked is snuffed out. Pride only breeds quarrels, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. Dishonest money dwindles away, but he who gathers money little by little makes it grow. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled of is a tree of life. He who scorns instructions will pay for, for it, but he who respects a command is rewarded. For the teaching of the wise is a fountain of life, turning a man from the snares of death. Good understanding wins favor, but the way of the unfaithful is hard. Every prudent man acts on knowledge, but a fool exposes his folly. A wicked messenger falls into trouble, but a trustworthy envoy brings healing. But he he who ignores discipline comes to poverty and shame, but whoever heeds correction is honored. A long fulfillment fulfilled is sweet to the set soul, but roots de- detest turning from evil. He who walks from the wise grows wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. Misfortune per- pursues his sinner, pursues the sinner, but prosperity is the reward of the righteous. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children, but a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. A man, a poor man's field may produce abundant food, but injustice sweeps it away. He who spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is careful to discipline him. The righteous eat to their hearts content, but the stomach of the wicked goes hungry. Let's go ahead and um, head to your New Testament, to your ESV reading. Hi, everyone. This is Scott Lutz, and welcome to another Bible reading of the day. Today, for your NIV reading, we're in Proverbs 13, 1 through 25. Then we'll go for your ESV. We'll go to Genesis 22, 1 through 24, and then um, Matthew 22, 1 through 46. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. A wise son heeds his father's instruction, but a mocker does not listen to rebuke. For the fruit of his lips, a man enjoys good things. But the unfaithful have a craving for violence. He who guards his lips guards his life, but he who speaks harsh, rashly
ultimately will come to ruin. The sluggard cra craves and gets nothing, but the desires of the diligent and are faithfully dissatisfied. The righteous hate what is false, but the wicked bring shame and disgrace. Righteousness guards the man of integrity. But wickedness overthrows the sinner. One man pretends to be rich, yet has nothing. Another pretends to be poor, yet has great wealth. A man's riches may ransom his life, but a poor man hears no threat. The light of the righteous shines brightly, but the lamp of the wicked is snuffed out. Pride only breeds quarrels, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. Dishonest money dwindles away, but he who gathers money little by little makes it grow. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled of is a tree of life. He who scorns instructions will pay for, for it, but he who respects a command is rewarded. For the teaching of the wise is a fountain of life, turning a man from the snares of death. Good understanding wins favor, but the way of the unfaithful is hard. Every prudent Man acts on knowledge, but a fool exposes his folly. A wicked messenger falls into trouble, but a trustworthy envoy brings healing. But he he who ignores discipline comes to poverty and shame, but whoever heeds correction is honored. A long fulfillment fulfilled is sweet to the set soul, but roots de detest turning from evil. He who walks from the wise grows wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. Misfortune pursues his sinner, pursues the sinner, but prosperity is the reward of the righteous. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children, but a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. A man, a poor man's field may produce abundant food, but injustice sweeps it away. He who spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him to, is careful to discipline him. The righteous eat to their hearts content, but the stomach of the wicked goes hungry. Let's go ahead and um, head to your New Testament re to your ESV reading. Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and welcome to another Bible reading of the day. Today, for your NIV reading. We're in Proverbs 13, 1 through 25. Then we'll go for your ESV. We'll go to Genesis 22, 1 through 24. And then um, Matthew 22, 1 through 46. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. A wise son heeds his father's instruction, but a mocker does not listen to rebuke. For the fruit of his lips, a man enjoys good things, but the unfaithful have a craving for violence. He who guards his lips guards his life, but he who speaks harsh, rashly will come to ruin. The sluggard cra craves and gets nothing, but the desires of the diligent and are faithfully dissatisfied. The righteous hate what is false, but the wicked bring shame and disgrace. Righteousness guards the man of integrity. But wickedness overthrows the sinner. One man pretends to be rich, yet has nothing. Another pretends to be poor, yet has great wealth. A man's riches may ransom his life, but a poor man hears no threat. 
The light of the righteous shines brightly, but the lamp of the wicked is snuffed out. Pride only breeds quarrels, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. Dishonest money dwindles away, but he who gathers money little by little makes it grow. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled of is a treat of life. He who scorns instructions will pay for for it, but he who respects a command is rewarded. For the teaching of the wise is a fountain of life, turning a man from the snares of death. Good understanding wins favor, but the way of the unfaithful is hard. Every prudent man acts on knowledge, but a fool exposes his folly. A wicked messenger falls into trouble, but a trustworthy envoy brings healing. But he he who ignores discipline comes to poverty and shame, but whoever heeds correction is honored. A long fulfillment fulfilled is sweet to the set soul, but roots de- detest turning from evil. He who walks from the wise grows wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. Misfortune pursues his sinner pursues the sinner but prosperity is the reward of the righteous a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children but a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous a man a poor man's field may produce abundant food but injustice sweeps it away he who spares the rod hates his son but he who loves it him to is careful to discipline him. The righteous eat to their hearts content, but the stomach of the wicked goes hungry. Let's go ahead and um, head to your New Testament re- to your ESV reading. Okay, so now we are in Genesis chapter 22, 1 through 24. So let's go in your ESV. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The sacrifice of Isaac. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. He said, Take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose up early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him, and his son Isaac. And he cut the wood for the burnt offering, and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place where from afar. Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here while, with the donkey, and I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took this wood of the burnt offering and laid it on the on Isaac his son. And he took in his hand the fire and the knife. So they went both of them together. And Isaac said to his father Abraham, My father, and he said, Here I am, my son. He said, Behold the fire of the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went, both of them together. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in in order and bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand 
and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from, from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. He said, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, seeing you know, have not withheld your son, your son, and your only son from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by his thorn, horns. And Abraham went and, and took the ram and then offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of, the, of that place, the Lord will provide, as it is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. And the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, My, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men, and they arose and went together to Beersheba. And Abraham lived at Beersheba. Now after they these things, it was told to Abraham, Behold, Milcah also has borne children to your brother Nahor, as his firstborn, but his brother Camel, the father of Aram, Chesed, Hazo, Pildash, Jildjid, Laf, and Bethul. Bethul fathered Rebekah. These eight Milcah bore to Nahor, Abraham's brother. Moreover, his concubine, whose name was Ramah, bore Taba, Geham, Tahash, and Mekah. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Okay, so now we are in Genesis chapter 22, 1 through 24. So let's go in your ESV. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The sacrifice of Isaac. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, here I am. He said, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose up early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. And he cut the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place where from afar. Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey, and I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took this wood of the burnt offering and laid it on the on Isaac his son. And he took in his hand the fire and the knife. So they went both of them together. And Isaac said to his father Abraham, My father, and he said, Here I am, my son. He said, Behold the fire of the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went, both of them, together. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in, in order and bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached 
out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. He said, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, seeing you know, have not withheld your son, your son, and your only son from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by his thorn, horns. And Abraham went and, and took the ram and then offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of, the, of that place, the Lord will provide, as it is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. And the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, My, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men, and they arose and went together to Beersheba. And Abraham lived at Beersheba. Now after they these things, it was told to Abraham, Behold, Milcah also has borne children to your brother Nahor, as his firstborn, but his brother Camel, the father of Aram, Chesed, Hazo, Pildash, Jilgid, Laf, and Bethul. Bethul fathered Rebekah. These eight Milcah bore to Nahor, Abraham's brother. Moreover, his concubine, whose name was Ramah, bore Taba, Geham, Tahash, and Mekah. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Okay, so now we are in Matthew chapter 22, 1 through 24. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The parable of the wedding feast. And again, Jesus spoke to them in parables saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. And he sent his servants to call those who have who were invited to the wedding feast, but they would not come. Again, he sent other servants, saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and my cat, fat calves have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. But they paid no attention and went off on his farm, another to his business, while well, the rest seized his servants, treated them shamefully, and killed them. The king was angry, and he sent his troops and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then they, then he said to his servants, The wedding feast is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go therefore to the main roads to the, to, and invite to the wedding feast a man, as many as you find. And those servants were out in the, into the roads and gathered all whom they found, both bad and good, so the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came to look at the guests, he saw there a man who would, had no wedding garments. And he said to him, Friend, how do you, did you get in here without a wedding garment? And he, and he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, 
bind him, him hand and foot, cast him into the outer darkness, in that place where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen. Paying taxes to Caesar. Then the Pharisees went and plotted how to entangle him in his words, and they sent their disciples to him, along with Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are true and teach the way of God truthfully, and you do not care about anyone's opinion, for you are not swayed by appearances. Tell us, then, what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why put me at the test? You you hypocrites, show me the coin for the tax. And they brought him a denarius, and Jesus said to them, Whose likeness in the inscription is this? And they said, Caesar's. Then he said to them, Therefore render the, to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and God the, the things that are, are God's. When they heard it, they marveled, and they left him and went away. Sadducees asked about the resurrection. The same day Sadducees came to him who say that there is no resurrection, and they asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses said, If a man dies having no children, his brother must marry the widow and raise an up offspring for his brother. Now there were seven brothers among us. The first married and died, and having no offspring left his wife to his brother, so to the second and third, down to the seventh. After them, all the women died. And after all, the woman died. In the resurrection, therefore, are of the seven. Whose wife will she be? For they all had her. But Jesus answered them, You are wrong, because you, you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God. For in the resurrection, they, they neither marry nor are given in marriage but are like angels in heaven. And as for the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what we said to you by God? I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. He is not God of the dead, but of the living. And when the crowd heard, heard it, they were astonished at the, his teaching. The Great Commandment. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to, to test him. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? He said to him, you, sh you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment, and the, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On those days, so on those two commandments depends depend all the law of the prophets. Whose son is the Christ? Now, while the Pharisees were gathering together, Jesus asked them a question, saying, "What do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he?" They said to him, "The son of David." He said to them, "How is it then that David, the, to the spirit." In the spirit calls him Lord, saying, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your, your feet. If then David calls him Lord, how is it his, he, is, he his son? And no one was able to answer 
him a word, nor from the from that day anyone dared to ask him any more questions. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just praise you. I thank you for who you are, Lord. I just ask that you be with us and watch over us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day. Okay, so now we are in Matthew chapter 22, 1 through 24. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The parable of the wedding feast. And again, Jesus spoke to them in parables saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. And he sent his servants to call those who have who were invited to the wedding feast, but they would not come. Again, he sent other servants saying, tell those who are invited, see, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and my cat, fat calves have been slaughtered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. But they paid no attention and went off on his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his servants, treated them shamefully and killed them. The king was angry and he sent his troops and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then they then he said to his servants, The wedding feast is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go therefore to the main roads to the to and invite to the wedding feast a man as many as you find. And those servants were out in the into the roads and gathered all whom they found, both bad and good, so the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came to look at the guests, he saw there a man who would, had no wedding garments. And he said to him, Friend, how do you, did you get in here without a wedding garment? And he, and he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him, him hand and foot, cast him into the outer darkness. In that place where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen." Paying taxes to Caesar. Then the Pharisees went and plotted how to entangle him in his words. And they sent their disciples to him, along with Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are true and teach the way of God truthfully, and you do not care about anyone's opinion, for you are not swayed by appearances. Tell us, then, what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, why put me at the test? You, you hypocrites, show me the coin for the tax. And they brought him a denarius, and Jesus said to them, Whose likeness in the inscription is this? And they said, Caesar's. Then he said to them, Therefore render the, to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and God the, the things that are, are God's. When they heard it, they marveled, and they left him and went away. Sadducees asked about the resurrection. The same day, Sadducees came to him who say that there is no resurrection, and they asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses said, If a man dies having no children, his brother must marry the widow and raise an up offspring for his brother. Now there were seven brothers among us. The first married and died, and having no offspring, left his wife to his brother. So to the second and third, down to the seventh. After them, all the women died, and after all, the woman died in the resurrection, therefore, are of the seven 
whose wife will she be? For they all had her. But Jesus answered them, You are wrong, because you, you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God. For in the resurrection they, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. And as for the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what we said to you by God? I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. He is not God of the dead, but of the living. And when the crowd heard, heard it, they were astonished at the, his teaching. The Great Commandment. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to, ret to test him. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? He said to him, you, sh you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is a great command and first commandment, and the, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On those days, so on those two commandments depends depend all the law of the prophets. Whose son is the Christ? Now, while the Pharisees were gathering together, Jesus asked them a question, saying, "What do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he?" They said to him, "The son of David." He said to them, "How is it then that David, the to the spirit?" In the spirit calls him Lord, saying, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your, your feet. If then David calls him Lord, how is it his, he, is, he his son? And no one was able to answer him a word, nor from, the, from that day anyone dared to ask him any more questions. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just praise you. I thank you for who you are, Lord. I just ask that you be with us and watch over us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.